0: I'm just here so I won't get fined. We're getting ready for Cincinnati. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. How many you want to eat a W tonight? Watson runs up the middle. Gimpy or not, there he goes. Kyle, out of the shotgun. Looks left, throws a lob for Michael Kroftree. Caught it! I'm not fucking going 7-9. Jones inside the 40, inside the 30, inside the 20. To the 10-yard line, Taiwan Jones. Passes, caught. Cooper. Touchdown! 180! 180! 180!
1: 180! Alright, so before we get on with episode 7 of the 3 Idiots Podcast, um, I wanted to give kind of an update to what we're doing with the podcast. I know a couple, two episodes ago, we started posting... On YouTube, and we started posting the full episodes. What we're going to be doing from now on is we're going to be splitting up the segments. So we'll probably have three or four separate segments on YouTube in video format. Um, So it'll be the news and notes, plus whatever three topics we have until the season, you know, will be uh, the division reviews. So um, it'll be a lot easier to listen to them in segments on YouTube. I also want to try and add more visuals. On the YouTube's, because um, you know, putting out the actually like putting pictures of tweets that we might be talking about or clips that we might be talking about. So um, that's just something we're we're gonna figure out moving forward. But um, it's just stuff that we're gonna add to try and make the experience of listening to the podcast a little bit more. What's the word? Approachable. Convenient. Convenient, convenient. That's a good word. So. Also, if you
0: haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's the Three Idiots podcast. Three Idiots.
1: Yeah, Three Idiots. Three, uh, the number three, and then the letter E. Um, right now, we only have episodes five and six in their full form, um, and unfortunately, like, let, they've been releasing a little bit late because I've been trying to figure out how to upload properly with the, uh, with a decent enough like visual. So, but.
0: Um, yeah, that's all I got. This podcast was sponsored by Elevated Communications LLC, a company that manages Verizon Wireless stores. Right now, go see them at 13513 University Boulevard, Sugarland, Texas, 77479 for great service that has you covered. Go right now and tell them Three Idiots Podcast sent you, and you will get 10% off accessories.
1: All right, welcome to the Three Idiots Podcast, Episode 7. Right, guys? I got it right? Yes. It. Okay, thank you. Um, I just need to make sure I get it right every single time because you know how because I'm, you don't I got it right last time it's not that bad all right so let's jump into some news and notes of the week a lot of COVID news actually um, a lot of stadium stuff being announced I'm actually going to skip all these because they're you know it's, it's not really that big news but a lot of teams have put out what they're doing with their stadiums um like no fans for three weeks or whatever and every team's different. Every team has to follow their local guidelines and stuff like that. So um, a lot of teams are just kind of trying to figure it out as we go along. Um, so I'm just gonna
0: skip all of those uh we um, can also post a post on uh Instagram to show like yeah. Yeah
1: we can do that. Um we'll actually do it teams. we can do it right after. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram. Uh Sean Payton Um, floated the idea earlier this week about, or actually it was reported that on a call with the NFL or whatever it was, um, he floated the idea of playing the playoffs in a bubble. Which is interesting because that's what the NBA is doing and they had a lot of success doing that. And I think it would be perfect. Like, where's the Super Bowl being played next? Alright, so it's LA. um, Tampa Bay. Tampa. God, you fucked me up. Alright, sorry, Tampa Bay um, is going to be hosting the Super Bowl, so I don't know about practice facilities though they need um you know multiple practice areas fields stuff like that they could use high schools maybe I don't know how NFL teams feel about going to like subpar like facilities to try and do this bubble thing but it's going to take a lot of a lot of effort and a lot of pre- preparation so I mean um, the
0: NFL does have the resources It has the
1: resources stuff. but they've been yeah, that's From fair. the start of it, this this COVID thing has been kind of the, above them. I don't know. They, they haven't handled it as well as they could have. Um, and you've, you've seen actually a lot of teams haven't handled it as well as they could have. Yeah,
0: that's, that's actually really true. So I remember when the Buffalo Bills had like five of their players get COVID. And so they sent like all the rookies on. Which actually, we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, the NFL issued a statement recently saying
1: there were irregularities with the COVID-19 results and a lot of teams have canceled practice until it's figured out. Um, as far as I've heard, it's just teams who send their results to their, or their tests to a New Jersey-based laboratory. So apparently only those, um, the, the tests from those particular laboratories are affected. So, like, teams that are, like, on the uh, West Coast or uh, on the Gulf Coast or in, like, Texas Southern area, they won't be affected by this because they send their results to some other laboratory. That's... Something there, the NFL is going to have to figure out soon. Um, jumping into some players' news, there was rumors earlier about this week about the Ravens being in talks with Des Bryant. Nothing's come up about it since, so I'm assuming um, they it's just an option that they have um, in the future if they need it. Now, last week I've I completely messed up. I said the Trey Waynes was a Vikings cornerback. Um, he is not. He's on the Bengals, and that's my bad but um, he uh, his injury has been, like, diagnosed. It's a torn pectoral muscle, and he will miss most of 2020. So um, that's my bad about last week. Um, the Eagles defensive end Derek Barnett suffered a lower body injury, and all we know is that he's going to miss significant time. Gerald McCoy uh, tore his right quad, so his season is completely over, and he was released Tuesday with an injury waiver. Apparently, his uh, contract had a... Like injury, were specifically for his quad. So, if he injured it, the Cowboys had full rights to waive him, which obviously they, they did. Um, AJ Green hurt his hamstring, but uh, it isn't I feel like expected. I feel, like
0: the, I feel like they hold him in that regard.
1: Yeah, you told me. I mean, it's he signed the contract, he was betting that his hamster, uh, his hamstring, did quad. I say hamstr- quad, sorry, uh, his quad would hold out, and obviously it didn't. So, um,
2: it's just very unfortunate how that was part of the contract. Like it was pretty specific.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of ruthless, but I mean you kind of have to be. Um, AJ Green hurt his hamstring, but he it isn't expected to be uh, bad. Um, he's thirty two years old, so they're probably just gonna kind of put him on that veteran plan. Um, kind of they don't he doesn't really need to practice as much. Obviously they have Joe Burrow, so you know more practice the better, but. Um, obviously being in his, what, ninth or so season? He should be, he should be good. Actually, probably more, to be honest. Um, the Cardinals' number two cornerback, Robert Alford, suffered a season-ending torn pectoral injury, and he's going to go, <laughs> he will undergo surgery. I, I don't know if you saw this. I, um, on the Google Doc that we're using, I accidentally wrote down, and will undergo, undergo suffering. So, <laughs> that's kind of fucked up.
0: Um, Learn to spell, Zane. It's a
1: typo. Um, Brown's running back, Nick Chubb, suffered a concussion, but he started practicing again yesterday. Um, Melvin Ingram was holding out earlier this week for a new deal or more guaranteed money. He's 31, and he's entering the last season of his four-year $64 million deal. On Friday, um, he signed a revised contract, so his contract is fully guaranteed, or his salary for 2020 is fully guaranteed. Um, Dolphins cornerback, Xavier Howard, might not be ready for week one against the uh, Patriots. Um, it's going to be new in New England for the Dolphins, so that's a big loss. Saints guard, Andre Andres, Andres Pete, suffered a broken thumb and is out indefinitely. Um, when he comes back, they said, depends on if he needs surgery. DeAndre Hopkins is dealing with the hamstring issue, and the card, Cardinals are being safe with him eagles miles sanders suffered a lower body injury in his week-to-week dalvin cook and the vikings have broken off contract talks for the time being it's not that they can't be reinitiated but obviously this is a, uh, a show by dalvin cook saying hey you know you're not you're not giving me the respect i need so you know we're going to come back to this later uh cowboys right tackle Lale collins was in a cr- uh, car crash but he's fine um kevin johnson was hop- hospitalized the browns cornerback kevin johnson was hospitalized with a lacerated liver after a player landed on him during practice, so that sounds painful. Um, he was released from the hospital yesterday, so he's he should be good to go once you know he's sort of healed up. Uh, Tyree Kill injured a hamstring, but was le- able to leave under his own power. It was diagnosed as a hamstring strain, and the Chiefs are being cautious, but it shouldn't be an issue. Um, Broncos second round pick KJ Hamler injured his hamstring and will be out a few weeks. And Saints has, have opened up talks with Alvin Kamara for a contract extension after her having it down here last year. So this will probably go throughout the season so Alvin Kamara can kind of prove he deserves a bigger contract. Uh, Bucks wide receiver John Franklin, the Franklin the um former last chance U star, uh, suffered a major leg injury. Bruce Arians said it doesn't look good. So that really does suck for him after going through so much
0: big news out of Washington is that uh, Washington's head coach Ron Rivera has been diagnosed with lymph node cancer yeah and, so um, from what I read it said that it was in the early stages so that's pretty good that they caught it early on yeah um, chances are he's probably just going
1: to c- continue with his yeah own, according to like the article coaching. he's going to continue coaching so um, hopefully he'll be fine and you know he's a great coach yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Um, Jarrett Stidham is dealing with the leg issue. He reportedly has, or okay, sorry, uh, he's, he's dealing, dealing with the leg, leg issue. That's a separate thing. thing. But I, I just wanted, wanted to add ahead. in he also apparently had like six interceptions during practice earlier, like this. In the week.
0: first in the first game, first practice, he had three interceptions from five attempts. Yeah, so, so
1: that's it's 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 not pretty, but I'll say this, and I said it to Nikib, um but. Patrick Mahomes had a similar report earlier, and me being a Raiders fan, obviously, I was like, man, Patrick Mahomes is a bust, but I'm not going to, after after what we've seen happen with Patrick Mahomes, I don't think this is going to be an exact issue, and a lot of people have said this about Jimmy Garoppolo, too, um, in comparison, like, apparently, he had some issues like that, too, but, you know, where he look where he is now. Um so continuing on, Broncos linebacker Todd Davis injured his calf and expected to miss two to three weeks. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard fractured his left thumb and he's going to be limited moving forward. Uh, here's a big one: Ravens safety Earl Thomas was sent home after an altercation with fellow safety Chuck Clark, and as of today, he was released. Um, in a now uh, deleted, he deleted he put out a or sorry, was it wasn't a tweet. It was a uh, Instagram post he posted a video of the play that caused the issue and he wrote in the caption so in his Instagram post he said being sent home sucks I can't take the reps I need to keep keep momentum going but I can reflect on things and keep working my plan to help the team win obviously that didn't work out this has been one of the best camps craziest situation like this can throw dirt on it here's a clip that started the fight and he posted the clip um, a mental error on my part, a busted coverage that I tried to explain calmly. That I tried to explain calmly met with built-up aggression, turned into me getting into it with a teammate. Um, since we didn't keep it in house, I'm getting texts and calls from ESPN reporters, etc. And apparently, he was trying to clear the air. But you cannot always trust what these players put out because obviously, they're in charge of their own brand and kind of need to. Um, He's gonna be trying to find another job, and he knew that so he's gonna be trying to kind of put the situation in a light that might reflect on him a little bit better Um, we saw the video and um, It I don't know it's difficult for us to say you said Chuck Clark was bald right in the video the guy who? um, or Earl Thomas is a person who like threw off his helmet in the video after the play happened and It doesn't really match what he's saying here about uh calmly reacting or uh what do you say he Protective. tried to explain calmly
0: by so, the way we are not we are not confirming that it was Earl Thomas that ripped off the helmet because we are not 100% sure yeah was it was possible. kind of blurry so it's kind it was of a blurry picture and so we we are not saying 100% that he ripped off the helmet yeah um
1: so it it's a it's a shitty Situation for him. Um, obviously, Chuck Clark's still practicing, but he was sent home and then obviously eventually cut. The way it's sounding is that um, kind of an Antonio Brown and Raiders situation, and the uh, Seahawks, or not the Seahawks, um, Ravens are going to be trying to uh, uh, void the contract, meaning they don't have to pay his guarantees and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, he can still file a grievance and dispute it, um, so we'll see where that goes. But where do you guys think is going to land? There's, there's been reports, reports about, about him going to the Cowboys.
0: Cowboys. Yes, there's also been reports about him being t- teams being interested as the 49ers and the Texans. Yeah,
2: but it would be nice to see him on the Cowboys. It would be nice to see
0: him on the Texans.
2: I mean, he had, him and Deshaun Watson have a really good relationship. So, But knowing the Cowboys, they
0: usually don't end up making the safety signings everyone wants them to make, so he's yeah. probably going to end and up the Texans, on the Texans. Bill O'Brien, he has a happy trigger fact, finger. Yeah. And so, even though he might just pull the trigger and make some stupid decision. <laughs> but if he if he, if he gets Arrow Thomas, then I won't say that. Wait, Stupid do the safety. do the Texans
2: need a free safety though? Don't they have Justin Reed? They have, they have Justin Reed, Reed but, but they don't have another yeah. safety. We'll actually cover one. that Def today. They have Eric
0: Murray next to which
2: well, is. Um, he also put
1: out a statement after he was cut. He said, you know, just base the basic things. Appreciate the Ravens and organizations for the opportunity. Blah blah blah. Had a great run. Wish things would have ended differently, and et cetera, et cetera. So you know, obviously the basic post put out there so he can, you know, get another job, a uh, new contract with another team. Um, obvi- there also have been reports um, of him missing practices, so that could factor into how extreme their response was and also his history. He had a fight last year, too, during training camp. I forgot who it was with, though. Um, but moving on, Cowboys left tackle Tyron Smith had $8.9 million of his base salary converted into a signing bonus, so that saved the Cowboys' 6 almost 6.7 million dollars in cap space so that should a lot of teams are going to be looking to do stuff like this to try and save money with the
0: cap so especially because uh it's reported that next season the cap space will be going down
1: yeah with the whole i guess with the cold COVID thing going on um the nfl is considering a league-wide policy that would enable fan sounds to be heard in the stadium basically i guess pumping in fan noise which is going to be a lot of people are against it just because how fake it is you know um So we'll see how that ends up. But that's all I got for league news. Do you guys have anything to say? Nope. Nothing? No. All right, then. All right, topic one of episode seven. We got what team has the best wide receiver core
0: in the NFL? So who wants to go first? I think that the Buccaneers have the best wide receiving core in the NFL. Buccaneers. I mean, you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and uh, Scott Miller, Justin Watson, and I know he's not a wide receiver, but uh, tight ends um, uh, Gronkowski and O.J. Howard. Who are, are we counting kind of tight ends? I mean, are we? No, I mean, it's no. best wide receiver core. Well, I mean, they're kind of no, receivers No, tight ends
2: right. aren't just receivers. They're blockers
0: too. Yeah, I know. But, but they're, are, they're a separate receivers. position. They're a separate. separate. Oh, okay. oh. So, but still, having Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Justin Watson, who had a pretty good season last year. And then you got Tom Brady pulling the trigger. So I think that they definitely have the best wide receiver group. I think, yeah.
1: I mean, in in terms of, like, just the duos, I think they got the best duo in the league. And I know the Cowboys have a decent duo, but one of them's a rookie and the other one's Amari Cooper. And I'm not high on Amari Cooper, so. Yeah. I mean, he's decent, but. He seems to disappear a lot. Yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll get to it in a second. But uh, Chris uh, Godwin and Mike Evans, I think, two, two of the best like, duos. Unless, you know, maybe the Browns bring out Jarvis Landry and uh, Odell Beckham and they play better. I
0: think of Chris Godwin. I always think of that um, post by Keenan Allen. Chris, <laughs> Chris Goodwin. Goodwin. <laughs> and Chris Godwin's like, yeah, I think I'm better than Chris Goodwin, too. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. You want to go next?
2: Yeah. I think the Cowboys have the best wide receiver core because Amari Cooper, yeah, he disappeared one game. That was against the Patriots. Otherwise, he would, he played every other game for I, mean, well. no, I sent you the stat. Remember, it's like against, easy. it was like,
1: a, there was like a period where he just kind of like disappeared.
2: Yeah, yeah, but besides that, we also have Michael Gallup who also cracked a 1,000 yards last season. That's true. While missing, like, three games. Yeah, I mean, Cowboys
0: um, are definitely my number two for uh, best wide yeah. season core.
2: And then they also drafted C D Lamb, who had an insane college. See,
0: I'm not I, I'm not going to trust rookies, especially this season, because of no rookie camp. And basically, they got thrown into OTAs. Or yeah. not OTAs, like training B- camp. Like, they didn't have the rookie. Yeah. These rookies didn't get the advantages that other rookies have gotten. So I don't believe this season is going to be a very... Rookie heavy season. I mean, uh, it, has I it has to be. It has to be for season, a long time. No, but stuff. I feel like but um, it has to be. But I, I mean, feel like the CD situation Lam- that has come up. I feel
2: like CD Lambs um actually being the third receiver on the team right now is the best case scenario for him which is going to Well help yeah, the team. I mean, that's the best case but like I'm just saying expecting him to have like that I'm not expecting him to have like, a god tier Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. expecting him to like make those plays. No, he's definitely going to make plays. But yeah, mean, I'm just saying exactly. to
0: expect a rookie to be like that dominant receiver it's yeah. this I mean it's possible. Season, it's, it's it's possible. possible. It's possible. It's 100 receiver. Of possible, but the thing is that most chances are, it's probably not going to happen. Specifically for the fact that there was no rookie camp, and they don't have that much. They didn't. I mean, they don't have all the a, time that other rookies had. Who's the to best get rookie? To the who's
2: the best rookie receiver you can think of from last year? It was either Terry McLaurin or DK Metcalf. AJ Brown. Oh, AJ Brown too. But yeah, he was he
0: was pretty good. But, but
2: none of them, none of them cracked over a thousand yards. Yeah, no, they
0: did Who? I think oh, AJ Brown did. Oh, AJ Brown. But. The thing is, they had a full rookie, like, they had a full off season Like, they had the rookie camps and stuff, but this year they don't have that. And so, jumping from a college-style play to an NFL-style play, that, was, that actually takes time. And the That's time true. Right, game, Alabama is a pretty good time, team, so they like, kind of, I mean... Yeah, that's true, but I mean, still, I'm, I'm just saying in a general sense that this is not going to be a very rookie-driven season, specifically for the fact that the rookies did not have all the time to acclimate to the NFL. And
1: honestly, speaking, speaking of, like... like the fact that they have uh, a rookie and they're still, I'd say, one of the most talented wide receiver rooms in the NFL is still saying something. Yeah,
0: that's definitely true, but let's see what they can do with it. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, as much as this pains me to say, but I got the Chiefs, unfortunately. Um, and I absolutely hate it, but they, they got, got so much speed. And I know keep thinks the Texans, the Texans got speed, but, bro, the Chiefs got speed. The got they always – you know Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's – Oh, yeah, no, definitely.
0: Tyreek Hill's – But what I was saying is that I think the Texans have based their their offense on – We're talking, talking about, the about the
1: Chiefs, though. I'm just
0: saying. Just saying. We're talking we're about the Chiefs.
1: We'll, we'll get, get to the, the Texans. Texans. Don't mean, worry. we bought the Texans. Okay, I'm just <laughs> – I know. It was just a comment, but – I'm not trying to start a discussion. I'm just saying, Tyreek, look, Tyreek, they got two, okay, two players, Tyreek Hill, McCole Harmon, basically somewhat of the same player, right? Extremely fast, both deep, like, deep threats, right? So, they got those two just on, on the outside. You got Sammy Watkins down, like, just those, that that trio with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback is Elite, and it's dangerous. McCole Harmon's going into his second season in the same system. He knows the playbook better. You still have Sammy Watkins in there. It's going to be insane. And I would not be surprised to see the Chiefs win it again this season. As much as I hate to say it as a Raiders fan, but I cannot deny how absolutely stacked that wide receiver room is. Um, and it's it's, it's 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 almost unfair, to be honest. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. And teams are just going to be able to have to figure out how to cover that kind of speed. All right. You guys want to add anything are we done? We good. All right, cool. So topic two, and this is actually going to be our last topic for this episode. We were going to do three, but we got shit to do. So we got two and we'll just kind of carry over to the next episode. So, um, what was I going to say? Anyways, our topic, topic number two, AFC South. Um, Finally getting into the AFC, the first guy, first one, Nikib with the Jaguars.
0: Yep. Okay, so like the national media and like everybody else, I also think the Jaguars are gonna suck this year. They are gonna suck their defense. They lost Calais Campbell, Yannick Yannick Ngakwe, Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick, Yannick Ngakwe. We'll do this on the podcast. Wait, wait, I got right? this. Okay,
2: Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick. Yannick <laughs> Ingakwe. Ingakwe. Yannick Ingakwe. Yannick, Ing in, gua, guakué, 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 guacamole. Okay, Yannick Ingwakwe. guakué, in guakué,
0: in, Gaw-cway. in, Gaw-cway. in Gaw-cway. Yannick in Yannick in They right. don't have him, or Yannick, they, they don't have, have him, but who? Yannick. New- yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh I can't say his name. Cancel that. No cancel no. Restart that No, thing. this is going into the podcast. No, it's, it's, going, in. it's, it's going, going in. It's going in. Continue, good. continue, continue. It's continue. going Yannick...
2: Yannick? <laughs> Yannick Yannick? Yannick Yannick. Yannick
0: Ingakwe. Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah. Yannick Ngakwe. They don't have Yannick Ngakwe in on their team. Well I mean they have him, but he doesn't want to play because he wants out of there. He's like I don't and want to play for They don't have Jalen Ramsey anymore and now I mean, they have AJ Boye in the back. Their defense is not good. Their offense, their quarterback is Gardner Minshew who had a pretty good stint as like a rookie but like let's see if he can actually do uh, that again. There's not a good team and built around the, Gardner. Yeah, they just, it's just, they a just trash don't team. Have, yeah, this is just I mean, a complete no, trash no, it's team. Like, te- like the not, team. it's like Jaguars just like not team
2: they see see they have a lot of bright spots like Josh Allen. There's Gardner Minshew, they got they they brought in uh, Joe Schubert, right? And he's gonna be taking middle linebacker. Joe Schubert. They got they got Brian Linder, they got DJ Chark. They have a lot of nice players, but they don't have that X factor player anywhere. Nowhere. They have a lot they have like some good places good players here and there. They have some trash what do you
0: mean? They're wide receivers. They have they have depth. They have depth at their wide receivers. I mean
2: they're they have Keelan it's, Cole, right? Yeah, they decent. got um, they have a D D D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook, they, uh, Keelan drafted, Cole. Uh, D.D.
0: Westbrook is injury prone, actually. He's been injured a lot. Uh, he,
2: okay, look, look, look. He's, he's a bust, right? But he's he's still, con- he's still he's, good. He's still good. He's but, a serviceable number two receiver. Overall, overall, two over old. the
0: AFC South, especially, Jaguars, literally everybody knows they're the write-offs. Like, they're, they're not winning. Because I mean their team is in, like, a horrible I could, position I could right see now. a way, like, I could see a way maybe I where they could
2: make the playoffs. No, I can't. I don't. Okay, look. it
1: all depends on Garner Minshew. Their yeah. defense doesn't have to be elite. I okay. mean it has to be good though. They it have a lot of they have a lot bad. of
2: they have a lot of one good season, one bad season players on their team. Right? And one X factor they're missing actually is Telvin Smith because he uh something happened, an altercation happened or something. And Telvin Smith got suspended. Or he got caught with marijuana shit um at his home or something. And yeah. But
0: but yeah I don't I, don't, I look, honestly and they have my no
2: corners age, they have no secondary that's in my opinion piece.
0: the Jaguars are not a team to be like compete they are just not a team that's gonna be competing. I'll, I'll I'll give you I'll give you a scenario
1: right so say their defense is even below average okay because remember the Raiders in twenty uh or 16? sixteen their defense yeah. was absolute trash right but they still had a decent pass rush with Khalil Mack so they still have Josh Allen right he's going into his second season they drafted um. What was his name? Kayvon oh, Chassion. 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 Yeah. Kayvon that Chassion. That's it. But yeah. like I said, well, hold again, hold on. Again, I'm not Brookings. done. I'm not done. Oh, I'm yeah, not done. done. Okay. All right. So their defense is just some, like below average. Okay. But they still got some pieces there. But their offense with DD um, D. Westbrook, they got uh, DJ Shark, and who's uh, your second? Uh,
2: Ke- no, not King Cole. Uh, Conley. Oh, oh, Chris, Chris Conner, Conley. Chris Conley. He Chris has 98 Conley. jumping in Madden. I don't know why that was necessary <laughs> to say, but they gave him a 98. And jumping they also jump. got that guy. And he's who, fast. Um, They drafted LaVisca I don't know the name. Hang on. Again, Laviska like, Chenault. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. In
1: the second round. Okay. Yeah, he's a pretty good wide receiver. Is. So that with uh, with freaking Leonard, Leonard Fournette, Fournette actually like breaking they out. They didn't take his, take his fifth. Leonard third option. Fournette
0: actually has been a bust okay but, yeah I know but, but he, he still has a chance. He, Leonard Fournette still, hasn't just, been a bust I yeah, wouldn't has, say that yeah, his first has. year in the like, league his first year was his, a good year after that second year, just been a complete second year, year. I mean, he was injured he, no
2: and third year he he had a better third year than he's been more consistent than David Johnson if you can have hope for David fucking Johnson right now <laughs> you better have hope for Leonard fucking Fournette that's okay? true
0: okay but Leonard Fournette is just he's just not no okay, like I said this is all theoretical right if Leonard
1: Fournette brings it back and is able to be a decent running back and consistent like in the backfield for them and Gardner and Minshew actually like really gets to that starting level like last year he was got like it was up and down but full offseason as a starter now he knows the playbook he's going into his second season and they also brought in uh, Jay Gruden to help with that offense too
0: so I can see them making an impact okay, maybe my, like 7-9, and 8-8 eight eight. My, awesome. my my thing is this okay yeah all that can happen but that's with any team any team can that's true. just show out that's So true. but off of what, the, off of the performances that we've seen before, it, is it safe to assume that they will actually are they, are they more likely to be a good team or less likely to be a good team? I, I guess mean, you know, know, what you I'm say saying less is likely. less likely to be a good team. That's true. Yeah. That's because the thing is in, in the NFL anything's possible. Any, you know what they say? Any given Sunday, anything happen any given right. Sunday. Yeah, and so. Who knows, the Jaguars could just end up going to a Super Bowl. I mean, it's highly unlikely, but it's possible. Right. But what I'm saying is most likely off of their performance and the team that is right now, they're not a competitor in the AFC South. Theoretically, they can be, but
2: until they don't actually do it. All, all I'm trying to, even though it's like very unlikely, all I'm trying to say is there there is a way they could. Yeah,
0: if, I mean, they there's have a way some team some If, if they there. play their cards right... Yeah, they could. but that's the thing with any other team. Like no. any team, if they play their cards right, they can win a division or they can win their Super Bowl. Uh, well, you out. could say some teams, which is kind of like. I, I mean, game no one team that actually has no chance, absolutely zero chance. Right, oh 2016 play. Browns. <laughs> well, I'm talking about coming up this season. Do you guys remember?
1: There was this one team a couple of years ago, and everyone was like, these guys are literally going 0-16. Everyone said it. I forgot which team. I think it might have been like the Jets everyone was say, saying how they're going 0
2: and 16 It actually went 8 and 8 so you know i, I yeah about, so that's another what I'm thing saying. wait wait let me let, let me let me okay i know i'm bringing basketball into this the the analyst said the the oklahoma city thunder had a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs and they ended up making the playoffs not as the 8 seed 7 seed
0: 6 seed they made it as the 5th seed into the playoffs. See, that's true, but like that's what I'm trying to say. Like anything can happen. Any team can end up in the playoffs. But what I'm saying is off of what we've seen, are they more likely to make the playoffs or less likely? You obviously less likely, yeah. But with less but here's likely, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's absolutely zero chance that but they're going to make look, it, but it's we, pretty easy to make that assumption that they're not going to make the playoffs. I'm going
1: to be honest. I think the AFC South is going to be more competitive than people think, or you, even you think, right? And I think the Jaguars can be up there. If you put it on a scale of like most likely to get into the playoffs with the AFC South, I think you got—and We'll we'll and we'll cover this at the end, I, but the
2: Jaguars aren't that far behind, to be honest. I think—okay, it depends on Jaguars how much heart the Jaguars more. team actually has to win. Yeah, if they actually want to win, I think they can. But I mean, they, like I said, if they that, are tanking for saying. Trevor Lawrence, they're not going to win but because they have the mindset. On that. But that then, but, but then
0: out. there's also the thing like a lot of the rookies that you said mm-hmm. they won't. Like I said before, the that, it's that's not just going to be a rookie. That's just Cavalon, Chassion and um, uh, Laviska Chanel. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm the, what I'm just saying is that out of the AFC South team, the team that is least likely to make a playoff run or any run. Is the Jaguars, right? And that's my that's my thoughts.
1: But we'll we'll
2: continue on to the okay. next team. So, um, you
0: want to go? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the best team,
2: uh, Colts. Colts are going to be the best team in the AFC South, easily. Over the Titans and Texans. Over the Titans and Texans. I think the Titans are going to be the second best team, and the Texans are going to have a losing season. Dang. Mm-mm. Maybe A's I will have to disagree. Okay, yeah, you can disagree for now. I would well, I disagree. Philip Rivers is washed up. can you can you can you, let have me talk? Down can you can you let me talk? Can you let me talk? Okay the the Colts have the most complete team out of any other team in the in the AFC South. They have almost every position perfectly filled out with uh, an really. average player or above average player. Uh, that's debatable. What do you mean debatable? That's debatable. The only shady the only shady um, position they have is cornerback. But they have um, veterans from. They have Kenny Moore coming back. They have Rocky Yesson playing for a second year. Th- that's the only shady part about that team. Everything else is fine. The,
0: the, the, Philip Rivers
2: is like the biggest
0: X factor because
2: Philip Rivers. I don't. Think I mean, gonna, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. washed up. He's mean, be, he isn't washed up. He's washed up. He's dude. One bad up. season doesn't mean he's washed up. He's washed up. The one Wait, bad who? season. Sorry, who? Philip Rivers is washed up. That's what okay. He said. So, yeah, Philip Rivers. He's is a veteran
1: up. quarterback, and, and I, I get get, I get that saying, but like. He's kind of like in the same boat, same boat as Tom Brady, Brady right now. I don't I Point don't think is you... The Texans no, will listen, win listen, the division, listen. and I already explained I, I, why me, in episode up,
2: three. Shut so. up and let me fucking talk, okay? No. Last season, before this past season happened, the season before that, the two seasons ago, people thought Tom Brady was washed up or whatever, right? He came back the next season, and he proved everyone wrong, and he played like Tom Brady usually would. And this season, last season, everyone thought LeBron was... I know I'm bringing basketball back into this. Everyone thought LeBron was washed up, right? Because he had a bad season. He missed out on playoffs or whatever, right? He comes back this season and is in second for MVP. So, it, and people have down years. It's a part of sports. Okay, yeah, that's true. So, that was Philip Rivers' down
0: year. But if you're going to argue about the Colts, right? Then the, Okay, what about their wide receiver? What do you mean? The T.Y. Hilton. There's T.Y. Cam- Hilton. Dude. You do realize, like, this this really goes under, like, underseen so, like, a lot, but if you actually look at the t- second time when um, the Texans played the Colts, On Conley, who everyone thought was going to be, like, a bust or whatever, or, like, people thought he wasn't going to be that great, he shut... T. Y. Hilton down completely. Okay, but, like, no, but, okay, okay. but, but you're, you're not
2: understanding. Playing. It's not just T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, I know. Now they have the Zach is, Pascal. They have
0: Michael Pittman okay, Jr. Who's but last year they have Harris uh, Campbell coming back. My, my my thing is for this. Look, when the Texans last year, right? This is why I think the Texans defense can hold off the Colts is because they had they picked up Bradley Roby from free agency. They got On Conley midway through the season. They got Vernon Hargraves midway through the season. So. All these players that they picked up, they had no kind of like consistency. But now all those players have come back with a full off or with an off season together. You know? Not really. I, I mean, mean they, that's they've had here. an off season together. They've like, been in training camp. It's a bit not as but, he he
1: knows what you mean. You know, like it's not as full off, as an off season as you'd like. But but it's, yeah, still, but an it's still an
0: off together, and they've been com- like you know that you know what they say that camar- uh, camar- camaraderie, camaraderie, camaraderie. And, like, you know, like, there's consistency. It's the same thing with offensive line. Like, you know, like, when offensive lines, like, when all five starters come back, like, all together, there's... The chemistry. That, yeah, that, the, the, chemistry. they're more gelled together, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that's the same thing with the cornerback group. But here's the thing, okay? Like, you're,
1: you're, you're saying, like, you're going to call Lee, you know, shut down T.Y. Hilton. But you're making an assumption that just because you did it that once that this is, that's the that's the new norm. It's going to happen every
0: time. I'm but, not saying no, it's going to happen. Okay, but that's what, that's what you're That's the way saying. you're
2: making it seem. You're like, he did it once, he'll do it again, and again, and again, and again. Th- I'm th- just
0: th- saying that it's possible. He okay. can't do
2: it again. Well, okay, okay. any, any right, wide receiver can have a bad game, just like yeah. any corner can like, have a bad game. And here's the thing.
1: You, you even said the Texans beat the Chiefs in the regular season, right? But they they lost to them in the pro season, oh, so it's not consistent. Were... Like you can't expect something that's happened before to consistently happen
2: again. Well, I mean, but the hey, Chiefs, anyways, the uh, Chiefs right Zane, now? remember when in the playoffs, like the Texans scored like three straight touchdowns against the Chiefs, oh, right? Oh no! And we're then gonna... uh, the Chiefs just ended up like scoring how many straight points on them? Like fifty one. Fifty one straight <laughs> points on. That's insane. That is insane. But I Imagine. mean, at that point, it
0: was Romeo Cornell calling the plays, and he was being horrible. Okay. Like, it was horrible play calling. What, like I said, the, there, that's another thing. We have a new DC, too. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how much your new, we'll,
2: we'll see how much your new, um, you know, Bro- 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 Texas Texas They also have the Jack Doyle, too. I like Jack Doyle. He's, yeah, he's yeah, a pretty good tight end. They do Man. have Jack Doyle. Jack, and, honestly, I and now say, it's only Jack Doyle because, like, two years ago, they had Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle. Or was that? No, you, that, was you, last you, season, yeah. that was last season. Yeah, they had Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle splitting. Now Eric Ebron's gone to the Steelers, so it's all Jack Doyle.
0: Yeah, but yeah, ja- I don't have trust in Jackdaw. Jack Oh Dillow. Jack why? Jack has only been consistent. He's yeah,
2: decent. he's always been consistent. I mean, Eric Ebron was a better. Eric. Fan. The only reason he became inconsistent was because Eric Ebron was taking his snaps away. Right. And I'll say the Colts offensive line is pretty good. Almost, oh yeah,
1: no, their offensive line. Oh, their offensive line's, oh, I'm, their I'm offensive line's
0: amazing. I'm so. not arguing that they probably have the best offensive line in. in they, the, and in so no, so. they drafted a rookie running back also.
2: No, they have Naheem Hines. They have. But, uh, yeah, Marlon, Marlon Mack. Mack. Then, yeah, I, mean, I don't think they drafted. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, they did. Um, What's his name? John, oh, sh- Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. He's
0: yeah. he's going to be a breakout player. Yeah, he could be. I mean, yeah. running backs, especially this season, like with the with how the offseason's been going, running backs can have a breakout year. But I still think that the Texans will win the AFC South.
1: We'll, we'll cover who, who, who wins what in a second. Um. So, but um, you guys want to add anything else about the... No, I think you should take away. Okay. Two All right, cool. Let me... Hold on. What
2: was I doing again? The Texans and the Titans. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right. So the
1: Texans suck. We can we can just continue on from, um, yeah, to fine. the Titans. <laughs> okay. Anyways. All right. Look. First, first thing, coaching, right? Bill O'Brien's not calling the offensive, offensive plays anymore. anymore. That, that, is like, ma- that is a that is major part of what's going on with the Texans good. right now. Um, yeah, they they got, got a new DC, DC. So that's another big part. Um, we'll see how this new DC does. does. Obviously, um, you can't, can't always just, just expect a DC to, to just come in and be able to like transform for a, a defense, defense. Hold on, hold on. This
0: I'm I, not saying. I'm not saying this sh- as a positive thing. I'm just just putting out a comment. Yeah. That um, according to reports and according to the press conferences that's been happening, mm-hmm. the type of defense that uh Anthony Weaver is gonna run right. is gonna be a hybrid defense mixed with Romer, Cornell, and Rex Ryan. So it's gonna be like a more blitz heavy and also a lot of zone. Like I'll, man, show, man, I'll man, actually man, man get to man 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 that in a second.
1: Remember. Um, the uh. The, the running, running back, back room Carl okay, okay Carlos Hyde, Hyde and Lamar Miller like what, four, four years, years now? Four years they were starting, they were starting for the Texans. Now, now they, they got, got they're gone. The now Texas. they got um, Carlos Hyde was there. For Carlos one Hyde one was one year. only there for one year. One, one year. Oh, one one year. my bad. Okay. Uh, sorry. Lamar, Miller, Lamar Miller Lamar Miller was there for four yeah, years. Yeah,
0: but that last year he was injured, so he was uh, well um but, but yeah, now they're they're gone. So you got Duke Johnson,
1: David Johnson, right? Both of them are actually pretty decent, really good receiving threats, or they have been throughout their yeah, yeah. career, especially Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson has more receiving yards than run rushing yards, okay? So the question is, who's going to be their rushing threat? Is it going to be David Johnson. David Johnson. Okay, so the question is, are, is he going to be able to bring that back? And that's going to be the big part because with DeAndre Hopkins gone, right,
0: now yeah, they have to cover that up with some a better rushing game. Yeah, that's definitely a big if. On the Texans, if he can bring it back, right? But yeah, because remember, David Johnson lost his starting job to Ken, yeah. Kenny Drake. But so, it's not.
1: Uh, it's it, it's it's really and on top of that, I know uh, Nikki's high on Texas offensive line. I'm really not. They graded out decently in pass passing or let's uh, call pass blocking, but rush blocking they were pretty below
0: average. I mean, yeah, but as a mean, unit. but overall we also lost. Uh, Lost Titus Howard in like week six, I believe. I get it. I get it. You know, and, it's, we, it's, it, it, and we had Chris happened. Clark who was literally embodiment of a complete disaster offensive line. I, I got you. It, like, it, injuries injuries happen, but is it doesn't. Here's, here's the thing the, uh, for a bit before we continue, let me just iterate how freaking bad Chris Clark is. Like, he is like he shouldn't even uh, look, be in the NFL. Honestly, anymore. look, like, I'll, like, I'll put it this way trash. Tackles Hot garbage. Tackles in the NFL,
1: outside outside of, of all the starting ones, backups are almost impossible to find because
0: just, just how difficult. But I mean, is. if you have a backup, he has to be at least like even below okay, no, average. No, 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 tackle no. is the hardest a position bel- in the NFL. Okay. Even say, if you can yeah. find a below average tackle, that's fine. No, He's like no, below Look, average. Dude, He's dude, worse dude, than that. Dude, 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 dude. dude, dude backup. Every every NFL minutes. fan who
1: actually follows their team thinks their backup tackle is it's garbage. garbage. I
0: am actually willing to say this that I believe Chris Clark is the worst. I hate my backup tackle. Yeah.
2: I, so I like hate my worst. backup tackle. Hands down. Look,
1: think I, about look, if you look at the Raiders like Discord or sh- thing I'm in, lo- look how they talk about uh freaking what's his name? Uh I forgot his first name, but Sharp, right? His name his la- Sharp is literally no. Not Sharp. Um I forgot his name. I'm a fucking retard. But anyways the Raiders tackle backup tackle is literally the most hated person on our team. It right? could be, but uh, maybe like, aside from Derek dude, Carr, dude, but... you should,
0: you should really listen to how Texans stand talk about. Like dude, people well, okay. like actually okay. like, we'll, have... we'll stop talking about
1: Chris it's Clark. Bad. We're done with Chris, Chris Clark. Okay. <laughs> we, we get it. We hate him. All right. But anyways, all right. The biggest changes happened in the wide receiver room for the Texans. Obviously DeAndre Hopkins gone. They want to replace him with Randall Cobb and Brandon cooks. They traded for banner cooks, barn, Randall Cobb, um, Cooks obviously has had four thousand yard seasons. Last year he had a down year because of his uh, injury or whatever. And this is the biggest thing with the Texans, right? Their whole team, it's like top to bottom, is like if he's healthy, if he's healthy, if he's healthy. If he's healthy. Oh, he'll be good if
2: he's healthy. I got a question. Also. I mean, that's mostly on. Wait, just wait, both wait. I got, I got a question. I got a question. Okay, you'll see. you got you got a bunch of what deep threats, right? That's the yardage they get the yards. I who's mean, a, who's the a red zone threat?
0: What? Darren Titans. The tight ends. Tight ends. We got really good tight ends. But here's okay. This is, look, here's the thing, though. Right, every but, single you got, you got, and then and to Moth's point, we don't have all deep threats. Just because they are deep threats, that doesn't mean they're not good. They're all one dimensional No, no. Will Fuller, he can play everything. He can play. Will Fuller can. Play know, man, and it. He can play deep. D- he can do everything, dude. If he's healthy, he definitely I think has the potential to be he's the number one He's Texas the biggest receiver. if on the
2: Texans. I think he's the biggest X-factor. Yeah, he he he's the biggest X-factor. I'll if, put it this way. If he gets injured top, again, your top you're top four. Right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's you're, probably in cut if, after if, that. He, no, if he gets injured also, you're, you're not making playoffs. I think that's your No, no, no. That's not true because we still got Kenny Stills in our number four. That's your –
1: Actually, let me say something about Kenny Stills, right? I think he's going to be surprise cut straight no. up no straight no. up cuz look he's getting paid how much like 7 million that's a lot of money for a number what number 4 number 5 receiver 7 million I'd say I, I honestly see the Texans if they're mm-hmm. confident, they might or overconfident with the injuries, they might be like, Hey, we don't need this kind of no, captain. No, 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 cap, cap still
0: hit. if and if anyone's gonna be getting cut, it's probably gonna be Key Qt. He's he's another hit, yeah. But But key QT apparently from what I've heard uh, out of practice, again, like I said, all of this has Everyone to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. Blood, Like yeah. let me finish. Everything that comes out of practice has to be taken with a grain of salt. But apparently, according to to what people have been saying is that qt has been doing really, really good in practice. And uh, again, so, so he, he
1: might perform well this but next yeah, season. I don't, I if don't he's think healthy. Ken, I don't think he's healthy. If he's ACL's healthy, again, if he's healthy. If so, any wide receiver is getting cut, it's yeah. definitely
0: DeAndre Carter. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I could, honestly, I've <laughs> seen some reports <laughs> out there that
1: could, that kind of predicting that DeAndre Carter might take yeah. over, like, might make the roster over... Kiki QT or Kenny oh, no, 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 Stills.
0: No. no, DeAndre Carter, there's a lot of people down there. Isn't like he also a um, special team specialist? Yeah, yeah. And he sucks. At uh, special teams? Yes. He's, uh, he's bad. All right. That's why, Wait, um, was, um, even in practice, like I was watching Training Camp Live for the Texans, and they're literally trying out Kiki QT as a kick returner. They tried Duke Johnson as a kick returner. Like they're starting to train these other people as kick returners to take their uh, DeAndre Carter's uh-huh. job. Because uh-huh. he has just been absolute. I mean, there was a point when he was really good, Yeah. but for the past two seasons, our special teams, tackling-wise, has been really good, but in kick returning and punt returning, we've just been, like, average below average at best. Well, um,
1: as far as tight ends go, though, um, they got some decent tight ends. Jordan Akins. um... Cole wearing and Jordan Thomas are their young guys. They got a veteran Darren Fells. Darren Fells and uh Akins are going to be their top two. That's yeah. pretty much that's how it was last season, that's how it's going to be this next
0: season. Um, Fells is more of a red
1: zone target though.
0: Can I also put one little thing in there? Yeah. But this Jordan uh, Darren Fells and Jordan Akins are definitely they're going to be number 1, number 2. Mm-hmm. But as a Texans fan and as of what I know, a lot of Texans fans are really high on Cole wearing. L- so, Again, if he's healthy. Yeah, if, but, I mean, he last year he was IR stashed. He wasn't right. actually okay. hurt. You know? I mean, I, I mean
1: th- that's true, but
0: as far as number three tight ends go, it's yeah. kind of difficult for them to get a lot of playing like, time. But I think eventually, after Darren Fels leaves, I think the number, the two, at the end of like, after like two or three seasons, the two number one, number two tight ends, right, this mm-hmm. is just a prediction of mine, I'm not sure, it's going to be Jordan Thomas and Collier Waring, are going to be number one and number two. So what well, Fells like leaves? Yeah, after Fells like because his contract's, Aikens. like three years. So but they're gonna take Jordan, Jordan. They're gonna just, take those two over Jordan Aikens. I I mean I can see it because Jordan Thomas is just is more athletic than Jordan Aikens. But put he it, is he's been injured, and so that's a big problem. I'll put it this way: the tight ends are gonna be
1: kind of important for the Texans because since they don't have DeAndre Hopkins, they're gonna have to spread the ball. They out a little definitely bit more.
0: need a red zone threat. Yeah, yeah. that's why yeah, on my fantasy team I got it. Darren Fells. <laughs> they have a red zone threat in the in their in their tight end group and right. also out of the backfield the receiving threats All right. we, those could also be pretty good red zone cuz thing is the kind of stuff that they can run like the two yeah, tight I, get ends it. Like, I
1: even them. told you about this like it's every team says oh yeah i got we got this we yeah, got no, this but the texans
0: never could run like 20 personnel 21 personnel they only had they, they always okay, ran 11 but, personnel 12 personnel they never went twenty personnel. All right. Well, their offensive
1: line, it's like we already talked about it a little bit, but you know, Larry Tunsil obviously pretty decent. Um, uh, what's it called? He has issues with penalties, though. Yeah, obviously. yeah,
0: but that was that could also be taken with like the fact that he came into the um, to like the Texans like three days before their first game. I mean, that's and true, so he but... really didn't have like time to acclimate. You, know? I mean, but Kenny Stills the... adapted well to the Texans his first. Three well, games. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he's it's harder for a left tackle. Because they, they, yeah, like, yeah. they have to, like, respond on exact snaps, you know? Yeah. yeah. But and so... Max,
1: Max Sharping's at Fulton at guard. Sharping's decent.
0: Fulton, I don't think, is all that great. I, I think, think he's, he's, he's he's average. He's, he's average. He's, I think you're overestimating. He's good. No, like, a lot of people... This is actually a very highly debated topic, but a lot of people have agreed that he's not good. He's definitely the worst, like, offensive lineman on our team right now. Mm-hmm. But he is... He is... He's good and he's serviceable. I'll say Wait, who? That. All right, he's, he's serviceable. serviceable. Uh, Zach Fulton, Zach um, Fulton, they're right. He's bird. serviceable. I like, like Nick he, Martin. Nick Martin, yeah, he's, he's good. Zach I Martin's brother,
2: <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for him to blow up. But he, he he he's actually really good. Nick Martin and
1: Titus Howard at right tackle. He's he's. Uh, he was a rookie here last season yeah, so he's gonna have to make a jump this next season too um, but why
2: his name just seems like he gives up a lot of sacks it's just oh, no, yeah, he actually, yeah we he, talked about
0: it. <laughs> he actually like I think I don't know I'm gonna look up the stat but I think he only allowed one sack really yeah. that's really good but, no whenever he got drafted like, I'm like oh the Texans actually, drafted a bust actually it, yeah it's cause he was from a small school and uh, everyone yeah, thought yeah. He would, they would take Jawan Taylor cause uh, Jawan yeah, Taylor yeah. was like still there but and he's on um, the uh, who? Who's he with right now? Um, uh, Eagles. He's on the he's, no, 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 no 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 no. He's the in the AFC South. Yeah, Jaguars. Yeah. But um, um but uh, it could be argued that like out of all the tackles that like or the offensive linemen that came out of that draft, Titus Sauer is actually the best. I I, who who are the linemen in that draft? Because I re- I know there was Andre Diller, Jawan Taylor. Andre
2: Diller didn't play that much. He's yeah. gonna start this season though. Jawan I don't honestly say Jawan Taylor
0: and and is better. The and I I, I not think Andre Jawan Taylor is better. I think so. I'd he's say not. so. Titus uh, Howard, like in six games, allowed him one stat. Like I said, like those stat that like when all five of our offensive linemen were in know like all our starters were playing, mm-hmm. we were going we went five and one when all of our players were healthy. All right. Well. So, okay. Um, so I think I think we covered the defense enough, but the, okay, this is my favorite part of the,
1: the Texans, right? The defensive line. So you obviously got J.J. Watt if he's healthy. Um, a a a, a positive. A, <laughs> <laughs> opposite of him you got Charles Amanda who, who actually had a he, he's I he's, think actually, he no, have,
0: he's not opposite opposite of J.J. Watt's uh, Whitney Merciless I mean but Whitney Merciless is no so, is an edge rusher yeah I yeah, know he but, comes off as linebacker like, oh and then, if you're talking about cause like defensive end J.J. Watt yeah. runs edge too so right. I mean if he's running off like the inside then yeah it was, I mean yeah, but yeah, like, like Whitney Merciless comes off as a linebacker no he comes on a down snap like off the ground as a defensive. Well, I mean, he's, he's a linebacker, I mean, he's but, like, he yeah, comes yeah, in exactly. as a defensive. He's, a, he's talking
2: about other side and the other end. That other oh, end, yeah. right. um, the, their, their biggest loss, though, is DJ Reader. He, he went, went to the
1: uh, Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, he, he went to the, the Bengals. Bengals. So, so they, they got DeBron the and Tim, Tim Jernigan, Jernigan Brandon, Brandon Dunn. Dunn no, Tim Jernigan
0: didn't sign with us. He signed with the Jaguars. I could have he did. No, he did, but the the signing fell through. I think like, failed his physical. I don't know what exactly what happened but the signing fell through. And so, now he signed with the Jaguars. Okay, well,
2: oh, that's well, actually, that's another reason why the Jaguars might be good.
0: They got Brandon Dunn. They drafted, drafted Ross Blacklock, Blacklock, who I really like, Blacklock. and I'm, I'm excited, excited to see that. him. <laughs> Bobasar. Um, and obviously, <laughs> <they> got, <laughs> is <laughs> that his <laughs> nickname? No. no. Remember remember, during the draft was happening, I'm like, the top three starters that I wanted. He was Zach Bond. There was um, Ross Blacklock, and there was um, DeAndre Swift, I think it was the third one.
2: Wait, I wanted the Texans to draft someone else.
0: Though. And so those three, I was like, okay, DeAndre Swift is like the Charmander. Zach Bond is like uh, like, uh, Squirtle, and uh, Ross Blacklock is Bulbasaur. Squirtle. So when he got drafted, I was like, yeah, they got Bulbasaur. That's weird. I don't know why. Okay, linebackers. This is my
1: absolute favorite. I love these linebackers, okay? So you got Whitney Merciless, obviously, right? We talked about him. Benadric McKinney and Zach Cunningham in the middle, right? Okay. Jacob Martin and Jonathan Grenard. They're kind of – the people aren't looking at them as much. Maybe Texas fans are. But those – Jacob Martin, I think he can be a pretty good player if he gets playing time. If he gets playing time, I think he can be and an actually, impact player.
0: And actually, there's a lot big chance he will because of Duke Edgeforth injury. That's right, yeah. So a lot and of and linebackers are going to pick up that slack. So um, Obviously, Jonathan, Jonathan Gennard's probably going
1: to be taken a little bit slower into the, like actually in terms of playing time, but he can be an impact player. They got him in the third round. So their pass rush can be scary if the secondary holds up, and we'll talk about that. Um, obviously, their top two, Bradley Roby, Garyon Conk. It's a pretty steady top two. Okay. Behind them, though, they got Vernon Hargraves. I have no confidence in Vernon Hargraves. He's trash. All right. Yeah. I same mean, though. but the thing is, the, know, the, Tampa, no, I mean, the, Tampa,
0: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they played him on the outside. Vernon they a He's a Vernon, slot receiver, he's a slot cornerback. No. That's it. No, he's Vernon Hargreaves. He's, he's, he's not literally the worst cornerback in the NFL. No, outside cornerback, yes, but inside the slot, he's good. It's, I mean, it's debatable. I don't.
2: He's, know. he's pretty good. I, I remember watching Tampa. Every time someone got a big play on Tampa, it would be on Vernon Hargreaves. Yeah, like I I yeah, that's, yeah, but that's
0: yeah. A thing. the thing. In Tampa, they pay, played him on the outside, and he's just not an outside cornerback. He's not. He's simply not. He's absolutely garbage outside. We'll we'll, we'll but he's see. a good I, slot. I don't man. have faith in he's him at all. He's good in slot. He's
1: good in slot. And to good be best. honest, the depth behind those two, or be it, I guess those three, it's
2: not very as I person, mean, we also have Lonnie, Lonnie person, Johnson Jr. Only, That's true. Yeah, I, I, I like Lonnie Johnson. I like Gary on Conley. I don't, um, who, who else? Bradley Roby. Bradley Roby, I like too. I like all three of them. I'm just waiting for that, them. those are our top. I want receivers. them to break out. I'm waiting on Bradley Roby's breakout season that everyone's been waiting on since he played for the Broncos.
0: Yeah, but um and also the rookie that they got, John Reed, apparently he's like really smart. He's picking up the defense really good. You know, they're so. talking about a Raiders
1: undrafted linebacker doing the same thing, but he's probably not gonna make it. You Ooh, know what I, I mean, call them? You know what I call them? I call them the preseason heroes. Because every year there is a player on oh, every yeah. team pretty much. Keelan Doss. Keelan yeah. Doss. There was a freaking—I uh, forgot what it, who was. he was—he was a Raider, son of a Raiders player. But um, there's always a preseason hero. Yeah, the so, thing
0: uh, is, but the thing that actually gets oh, to me I love is Keenan the fact Moss, <laughs> is the fact that um, people are actually like reports from camp are saying that uh, John Reed is actually fighting Vernon Hargraves for that slot corner spot. Yeah, so so wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, what round did you pick? Uh,
0: uh, we picked him in the sixth round. Sixth round. So a sixth-round rookie. Is I mean he're he, you <laughs> a, a first round a first pick your an amazing ping. slot slot corner. I'm not saying he's an amazing okay, slot you know, corner I, I never ex- said exaggeration, amazing. I said good. Still. Okay, but a good, the fact that's that good. That's a, a sixth round
1: rookie it. is fighting him for a slot, I think that says more about Vernon Hargreaves than I mean that also say the same thing back. about John yeah.
0: Reed, maybe John Reed was underrated. Okay. I mean, I, you never know. Okay. Like like is this all right, long here, okay. So, I, let's, so this brings us back to what we were talking about with the Jaguars, right?
1: If the if you're looking at what the chances are of him being good or Vernon Hargreaves being bad, chances are Vernon Hargreaves bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: that could be it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not yeah. arguing it. So, but I'm but, just saying that their quarterback thing isn't as bad as people assume. Right. I, I mean I, our top 3 we have pretty much secured with Bradley Roby, Lonnie Johnson and I mean, yeah, Collins. those three those, those three, three are, are like
1: top 3 cornerbacks. So all right. As um, as far as safeties goes, Justin Reed. He actually had
0: a little bit of a down year last year compared to his rookie year, but he's still a really He's good had safety. a
2: really good yeah. year. But
0: the thing is you I don't know if y'all know this, but um you do realize last season the reason he got it down here is because the entire year he was playing with the injured shoulder. All,
1: he always got an excuse. No, for no, break, just it's, like
0: it's, that. I'm I'm serious. He even okay. got the the Ed Block uh, Courage Player of the Year award from, uh, wait for wait. What? Sorry, I, I missed. It. What happened with him? He was he had an injured so- shoulder the entire year. He was playing with an injured shoulder. Oh, okay, that's so why that's why well. he wouldn't have that great of a season. But a yeah. lot of people were like, he still, had, he a still had a good season though. Yeah.
1: Um, obviously, the other safety though, Eric Murray. I'm that's, not very. Nice. That's why. That's why Earl Thomas is being connected yeah, to Texans because so. Eric Murray is. A little... I want Eric Murray to do good. I, I mean, too. Me
2: too. He, he, he had a good much. year once, right? He had one good year in his career. No, he, he was, was like uh, rotational. rotational for he was, Yeah, he
0: was. Um, he's more of like a tackle. I mean, he, he's not he's not the fastest. He's a good tackler, secondary player, but he's a good tackler. He's he's good in open field tackles. But uh he has that little down you know that straight line speed yeah, or whatever? Yeah. He has that, but he can't he's not that good at covering like if you if you put him on like someone like uh like Tyreek Hill or if you put him Yeah not Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill will burn everybody. But like if you put him on like T. Y. Hilton or something like that, yeah. he will get burnt. He's not that fast. But like when somebody catches the ball and he like a direct shot towards the cornerback, he's really pretty fast. Or right. wide receiver, sorry. All right, but that's all I
1: got for the Texans. Um, Titans time. Titans
0: time. All right, Ryan Tannehill. obviously, biggest thing for him is he needs to bring over what
1: he did last year into twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, last
0: year was mostly Derrick Henry on. No, and Ryan Tannehill. did Ryan you, Tannehill. Whenever he got but everything the job? he did was set
2: up by D- Derrick Henry. Okay, no, so well, everything okay. he's going to do this year is also going to be set up by Derrick Henry. So, so that's true. That's
1: true but um where was i anyways yeah so that that's a big part of what the titans got going on obviously you got derrick henry behind them you got a third round pick named Darrington evans who's like apparently super fast but behind them they got no depth at running back so if derrick henry goes down they're done it's dead um so derrick henry obviously a superstar um wide receiver we talked about a.j brown a little bit earlier he's he's a stud and he's their obvious number one man Corey Davis is going into his rookie year now, or not his rookie year, his, uh, final year of his contract. So he needs to, he needs to put out what he, whatever he's got right now. So chances are Corey Davis is going to be like on the ball. Um, especially with, you know, the history of players being in their final year of their contract. Um, they got Adam Humphreys as well. He hasn't been performing up to how much they're paying him. So he needs to bring out a little bit more of the season as well. So, I'd almost say their wide receiver room behind AJ Brown is kind of questionable, depending okay. on what the. I agree,
0: yeah. I agree with that specifically for the reason that according to like some Titans fans, mm. they actually completely and one hundred percent believe that uh, Corey Davis was bust. One hundred. percent
1: How he's performed, he needs to be better. Yeah. So I mean, it's his last season. You never know. And he was drafted in like what the first round,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, He was, yeah, it was it so supposed to be the best receiver. Yeah, exactly. Been. And so he has not lived up to the potential that he was like. But, um, yeah, they're a
1: tight end. They lost Delaney Walker, so that's pretty big. I mean, he he hasn't really played the last two seasons because of, like, injuries and stuff like that, but they got Jonu Smith, and he has to be the man. Oh,
2: Jonu Smith, I
1: love love Jonu Smith. I I have a lot
2: of hope in Jonu Smith. I know. He's really skilled. Have, he can catch, too. He's really good. Bro,
0: like, I remember um, when they were playing the Texans, Whitney Merciless had an interception, right? Mm-hmm. And he was, Whitney Merciless just rolling down the sideline, right? Nobody yeah, around Yeah, and it. then John, John Smith, Smith comes, down just comes out of nowhere and tackles I remember like, that game. I'm like, I dude, how fast game. is this? Like, this guy was, like, literally, he made up a fifth, like, almost yeah. a 40-yard difference, dude. Yeah. Or, 40, like, yeah, 40 yards of difference in like literally less than like five seconds. Like that's crazy fast. And he, and he did really I, good I in hate, playoffs. Look, everyone knows how much I hate the tight ends, but I gotta give it to him. John Lu Smith is probably one of the fastest tight ends in the NFL. That's why I drafted John Lewis Smith as <laughs> like, my tight end. Dude. <laughs> he's my starting tight end over there He's freaking Culls. crazy fast, bro. I I hate saying it, but like he is crazy fast. He's basically a hybrid receiver. Yeah, he's 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 more of like a wide receiver more than a tight end. He's not that great at blocking but dude, oh my god, receiving and tackling, dude, this guy is a monster. Tackling for a tight <laughs> end. I mat- know right? rating, That's what I'm his Madden rating, dude. has a higher
2: <laughs> tackling than like fucking
0: Vernon Hargis. Like literally, <laughs> dude, dude, it's, made a forty yards of difference faster than AJ Brown could catch up to freaking um uh, to uh Jonathan or Whitney Merciless, and Whitney Merciless is a linebacker. AJ Brown couldn't catch up to him, and Jonathan Smith got to him. Like, that's crazy fast, bro. I'm I'm, I'm going to say that. That's it. You I know?
2: mean, Whitney Merciless must be fast, too, so that no one caught up to him.
0: Like, oh, Whitney just, Merciless is actually an underrated linebacker as, as like, speed I, I've never like, underrated him. But, like, yeah. a lot of people speed-wise, they don't, like, yeah. really look at him as, like, one of those faster tight ends, yeah. but he actually... Or linebackers. Linebackers, but he yeah. actually is yeah. one of those. But, yeah. But they, still, John Smith just... Whitney Merciless. He's just outraged Didn't him, Whitney bro. Merciless start off the season like at a hot streak or something? Oh, yeah. Like, crazy he did. hot. Yeah. Because he had J.J. Watt on the other side, and so and people then, would pay attention to J.J. Watt, but once J.J. Watt fell, he kind of yeah. just disappeared. He got he got caught up with everyone Yeah, because they yeah. just doubled They him, started then focusing then, like, on him. Yeah, and other than J.J. Other than Watt, Whitney Merciless, our pass rush was yeah. pretty much non-existent yeah. at that point, so. Yeah. We're, We're not, not talking about Texans, Texans anymore.
1: We're about I didn't even bring this up, Okay, but you continue with... All right, anyways... Uh, the Titans offensive line though Taylor Lewan obviously great i think that, look these names i never heard of but they actually have a pretty decent offensive line Roger Saffel and Nate Davis at guard Saffel actually surprised me more cuz i never heard of him but i'd almost take him over the Texans two guards um so th- th- that's and it's he's kind of like the reason why Derrick Henry's had a pretty good here, especially running on the inside. I'm, I'm telling you, me. look, look him up, dude. Roger Saffold is actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. They drafted they're Isaiah. on the
2: Rams World. Super Bowl team, Super Bowl team.
1: So, I mean, you, you can shake your head all you want, dude. He's pretty good. Um They drafted Isaiah Wilson in the first round. He's not going to start at right tackle, though. Um, they're going to start Dennis Kelly, so that's actually a pretty good thing that they're doing. Um, Dennis Kelly will be steady at right tackle, so... Um, that, that kind of rounds out their offensive line. Oh, they got a... Uh, who's their center? I forgot their center's name.
2: Ben Jones. Ben Jones. Ben Jones. Ben Jones. He's a pretty
1: decent center as well. Um, but fun fact, Isaiah Wilson, their rookie t- uh, tackle, recently almost jumped off a balcony trying to get away from cops after he was caught at a college party. And apparently the college has this no visitor policy. So, fun fact uh, Isaiah Wilson, their rookie uh, tackle. So, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. I I mean. All right. So, So this this is is the biggest biggest weakness weakness of the Titans their pass rush. They had an issue last year. Um, They're going to have an issue this year. Jeffrey Simmons is a decent young player. Um, He has the potential to be really good, but obviously, you know, he needs help around him, and he just doesn't really have that right now. Um, They got Daquan Jones. He's a decent. Um, Isaiah Mack is decent, but again, he needs to be better in order to be um, for the line to be decent, like overall. They brought in Jack Crawford from Atlanta, but obviously he's more depth. Um, so their defensive line leaves a lot to be desired. Um, in terms of linebackers, though, Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown, Jayon Brown especially. I love Jayon Brown. They're very underrated duo in the middle there. Um,
0: what's up? My brother's calling me answer. All right, go ahead. Hello? We're still shooting the podcast. We're almost done. We're about to leave in a little
1: bit. All right. Okay. All right. Um, As far as pass rush goes, Harold Landry was pretty much their only, like, decent pass. pass-, pass- yeah. yeah. I think he had, like, nine sacks or something. Yeah. Um, which is why they brought in Vic Beasley, but they're having issues with him. I don't know what's going is on.
2: Isn't he, like, piece. showing up late and shit? I, no, he,
1: he didn't show up for the Oh, team. no, he failed was, his physical, right? He failed his physical, yeah. yeah. But he's still on the team, so obviously they got something going for him. Um, they got Camilla Correa. Um, he's decent, but he yeah. hasn't been practicing either. Um, yeah. So they got to get some kind of pass rush thing going. Maybe they could bring in – uh, what's his face? Uh Jadavion Clowney.
2: Clowney.
0: Yeah. So I mean no, but apparently from what I've heard that the Titans have made it pretty clear that they're not gonna be bringing Jadavion Clowney. Well,
2: because Jadavion Clowney's just being a bitch. Yeah, you know he's sense?
0: asking for way too much money, dog. Like <laughs> Yeah. So And I told I remember I told you like if he's if he actually wants to prove himself the what best best place he can go right now is the Texans. Yeah. Because he knows the players there and he knows the off he knows the defensive playbook and so that's Anyways,
1: all right. So uh, their secondary is actually pretty decent. Malcolm Butler was out last year; he broke his wrist pretty early, so um, he's back. They got uh, Adoree Jackson is entering his fourth season. He's decent. Um, they signed Jonathan Joseph, but I think they're gonna find out pretty quickly that he's not gonna be a very good corner for he's them. Too he's too slow. He's, he's too old. Yeah, he's too old. Too
0: old. Dude, he's way too old. Okay, let me just let me just say this: Jonathan Joseph was a great cornerback. Oh, he, yeah, he was probably one of the best. Yeah. And yeah. Mind wise, like mentally, he's probably still one of the top corner quarter- cornerbacks. Because it the fact that he was staying as the Texans' number one cornerback, even though he honestly, was constantly getting burnt, is a fact. Honestly, that they should too try strong. moving
2: him to safety if anything.
0: If anything, well, I mean, they got honestly good that or bring too. him as a coach like low-key, like, <laughs> like cornerbacks he coach. Needs,
1: he needs to retire. He needs to. Yeah, like, I like, think his yeah, playing. It's, like
2: I think his like corners, like you're only good for a few years. Yeah, right. and then, and then after, he needs to retire and become a coach,
0: dude. I think he'd be a really good cornerbacks
2: coach. He could be a really good safety too. They just don't need one.
0: Yeah, that's usually what they do. Maybe with older they should players. have kept.
2: They should have kept Jonathan Joseph and should have let him play safety.
0: They should have done what they did with uh, Charles Woodson once he yeah. got older, move him to safety. Yeah. But. Uh, one major person that the tens lost was Logan Ryan. Oh, Lode, that's, that's right. He he's young, still yeah, a free agent also, also right? Yeah. They brought, they he also, was, um, He
2: was about to sign with the Jets, but the Jets, like, backed out or something. Yeah. But, but um... Apparently, but they he's did, not as
0: good as people say, but I, I've seen He's him a really good better. slot yeah. corner. That's yeah. that's what he is. They, they
1: did draft, draft uh, Christian Fulton, uh, in the second round, so... He'll, he'll probably, be he'll be their number three guy, probably maybe in the slot. Um, but, but their, their safeties, safeties are actually pretty good. Kenny Vaccaro is pretty decent. Uh, and Kevin Byard will be a pretty big piece. Um... Bro, how many defense, teams but, has
2: Kenny Baccaro played for? He played for the played I for mean, the Saints, then he went to the... There, there was, was a time,
1: time a, couple a couple of years, years ago where, where
0: there, there was were probably like... Probably less than Brandon Cooks. <laughs> oh my God, Brandon <laughs> Cooks.
2: He plays... Dude, it's so weird. He's on a playoff team. Then he gets traded the next season. See, it was the Saints, then the Patriots, then the Rams. Now he's on the Texans. He's watching. But I mean, if you notice,
0: like you, there's the stands, definitely right? something
2: wrong with him, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean,
0: every time he was whatever team he was on has did go to the playoffs. Not, I mean, I uh, think you'll figure out what's wrong with them by watching him this season. I'm pretty sure he's gonna do great. He's gonna do fine. No worry, we'll be fine. But anyways, but yeah, that's, but yeah, that's all, all I got for the, for the Titans. Titans. So, what do you think? What, what, do, do, you think? Think? what, what do you guys? think? Texans are about? winning the division. Obviously, you think that. Uh, I think Colts hands down.
2: Are, I think Colts are winning the division with the. Pretty good record. It's gonna be the then Texans, the
0: Titans, the Titans, the Colts, and then the Jaguars. I would
2: say I would say Colts, right. Titans, um, Texans, then the Jaguars. I need they you just to stay, stay quiet, quiet
1: for, for this, Nikki, for just a little bit, okay? okay. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Already, you're gonna hate this, but I already know what you're gonna say. So. Alright. So no you don't. You kind of don't, I'm sorry. I know All right. what you're gonna say. But okay. okay. Titans gonna win no. the division, right? Alright? No. Alright. Yeah. So, so Titans, Titans gonna win the division. You got the Colts right out. under them. Alright? Right under them, you got the the Jags. I know. Oh, not okay, I know. Now, you oh, you No, no,
0: I'm sorry. sorry. You're just, hating. Sorry. No, 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 you're just sorry. hating now. No, no, no. Now you're just hating. I'm sorry. You're just starting to no, hate. No, it makes now, sense bro. though. No, no. I can, you, you know is, if you're going okay, off of scheme, if you hold up, hold if you hold are actually thinking the Jaguars have a better hey, chance hey. at winning than the Texans, you hey, are on scheme. Nakib, 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 listen,
2: Nakib, shut up and listen. If Texans are all about scheme, right? If their scheme does work out, they're a playoff team. If their scheme fails, they are completely trash because it's a scheme based team. Either
0: way, but they're that will be better than the Jaguars. I'm I, like, I can see. I'm definitely, I'm definitely sorry, better, I'm really be better sorry, than the Jaguars. Look, Carter, okay, I have, you know what? Look, it's your opinion. All right. So look, whatever, whatever look, your opinion is, that's fine. But let me I'm tell just you, telling you, you are being absolutely let, dumb by let let saying me, that.
1: Let me, let me tell you how unbiased I'm being right now, okay? I hate the Jaguars with a passion. No. I don't think no, so. really. Last year, <laughs> I went to that game, the Raiders-Jaguars game. Last game in Oakland, right? Oh. So we should have won that game. But the refs made a stupid call. Derek Carr slid inbounds to keep the clock going, and he got the first down, right? The refs called it out. Actually, no, no, no. He, he didn't get the first down, but he slid inbounds. The clock should have kept going. That would have let us win the game. Instead, the refs called him out of bounds and stopped the clock, and we had to give them the ball back. So that is the reason we lost that game, straight up. So, and I mean, then after— No, hold on. I'm not done. Down. I'm not even done yet. After the game— these fucking Jaguars players, right? Especially Garner Minshew said something about, oh, man, it was great to come in here and beat them in their last game in Oakland. You didn't win shit, motherfucker. You did not win shit. You should not have won that fucking game. I traveled all the way to Oakland, okay, to watch that game and enjoy their last game in the Coliseum. And the Jags and the fucking refs took that away. And the Jags players sure shut the fuck up, took their win and go home instead of saying shit, for their fucking for the fucking media okay straight up so let me tell you it does not feel good for me to say that i think the jags are gonna be go over there and i hope they don't i hope the jags just live in misery for the rest of their lives i hate them And this is the first time you guys know about this, but I've kept this up pent up inside of me for a while. Yeah,
2: now. he he seems me mad. I'm scared okay. right now. I absolutely
1: hate them. <laughs> no. So,
0: but even even it's if boomer look, the Texans are boomer bust in my mind. The okay. only the only way I can see the Jaguars beating the Texans right uh-huh. is if Wolf Fuller goes down, Brandon Cook goes down, Kenny Stills goes down, and basically Deshaun Watson just has it down here. Right. That's so, the only. And honestly, way if I can those injuries happens, he's gonna have a down year. Yeah, but I mean, but I think I think we're done with. The yeah, definitely. Yeah. Texans are winning the division. All right, mark but, my words.
2: Glad we got that out there.
0: But yeah, all right. Um,
1: so this is actually the end of the se- the eps, uh, the podcast yeah. season. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is the end of the season. <laughs> uh, we got how many days till the week one? Uh, we have less than three weeks. Three weeks. All right. So I am excited. I am so excited. Time cannot go by fast enough, guys. I am so hyped. Yeah. So what we're going to do, each segment that we've had for this podcast is going to be a separate one. And AFC actually went south, went actually really long. So, um, yeah. We're, Jesus.
2: Okay. It's because we kept on talking about the fucking Texans. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyways. I mean that's yeah okay but anyways um, any follow us follow tonight. us on YouTube uh number three idiots with an e um and then follow us on instagram it's three underscore idiots underscore podcast and that's three written out and idiots with an e obviously um and yeah so uh, you guys want to say anything else no um but yeah so we'll see you guys next week
0: good night This podcast was sponsored by Elevated Communications, LLC, a company that manages Verizon wireless stores. Right now, go see them at 13513 University Boulevard, Sugar Land, Texas, 77479 for great service that has you covered. Go right now and tell them three idiots podcast sent you and you will get 10% off accessories.